with over 400 celebrity interviews and tons of pop culture nerdiness, Too Opinionated is a safe haven for your inner geek. Find us at MeisterCon.com or on YouTube under MeisterCon Pod. And please subscribe. It would really help us out. Thanks, everybody. Hi, I'm Sherilyn Fenn from Twin Peaks. What did you do on your last Saturday night? It's a new scripted podcast series that starts right at the beginning of lockdown when a single mother and out-of-work writer named Gigi realizes that everything is about to change. Did you hear something? Toilet paper. People are hoarding it. I should have done that. The Last Saturday Night, an Electricast podcast. You'll love it. Episodes available June 28th, wherever you listen to podcasts. Electric Acid. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Too Opinionated, where I'm absolutely just going nuts today. I'm just thrilled to death to be joined by actor Eric Roberts. So welcome, Eric. And you've got somebody with you. And I'm, yeah, joined who, who, my, and I'm joined by my better half, Eliza Roberts. Eliza Roberts. I'm so, oh, thank you both so much for, uh, for coming in. And Eliza, you have been just wonderful with the emails back and forth and, and setting this up. I, I just appreciate it so much. This is a, this is a real thrill for me. Good. So, so Eric, I it's I hardly know where to to start. I, before we got on here, you know, I was talking a little bit about just the longevity of your career and how I kind of grew up, uh, you know, watching uh, so many of your of your movies and and television roles with that. And I just, you know, I was looking, you know, I, was, I go through IMBD and and or DB and and look to to kind of you know, get an idea of some of, some of the roles that, and, you know, uh, remind myself, well, there's like 600 of them on there for you. <laughs> it took me half the day to get through them. <laughs> I have been so lucky and I've had so much fun. And every day we get offers from somewhere in the world because everybody can afford a camera now. So everybody's yeah. their own movie studio. So everybody's making a movie. Yeah. Do, do you know there are more movies being made now today as we speak than made in all the movies put together in the past? That's how many people have cameras. Really? I mean, it's funny out there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that's what, you know, what allows you, especially now, what allows you to stay, you know, so busy? I mean, I mean don't you ever just want to say, I, I've done enough? Well, the problem with that is, I, the best job on the planet. I've seen the planet, and I have the best job there is. And I've seen the world for free, and I have her. And this is my manager, this is my boss, this is my wife, this is my best pal, this is my girlfriend, and uh, it's it's a great package. So I've kind of got it made. <laughs> you know, I, I love that, and I love the fact that you guys are a team. That is uh, That is so terrific especially with as busy as you are, but you still get to do everything now together. And I know she's probably handling all the ins and outs, you know, so you, yeah. And I, I bet you'd be lost without her. I'm also not her only client. So she's busy. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah. She's got a lot of clients and so, some of them are even 
even even more famous and recognizable than I am. So she's <laughs> well. So so what you're saying is she's the big deal. See, I should I should introduce Eliza. I should introduce you and let you introduce Eric. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Erica, yeah, I've, I've always been curious. Um, you know what? What made you want to go into the entertainment business? How did you get started? Well, acting got started for me because as a little kid, I had a terrible stutter, and I, oh. I had I had trouble talking. Found out when I memorized things, I could I could speak as if I didn't have a stutter. So, and like first it became hide stuff, and then it got to be fun. And then I got good at it. So in those steps is how I finally became an actor. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I, I've always, you know, a lot of the, we've talked to a lot of actors and a lot of actors have overcome some type of, you know, problem where it's stuttering or uh, dyslexia, you know, something, you know, maybe it's just uh, overly shy, you know, introverted. Um, right. And I think that's really fascinating that you can, you know, uh, use acting as a way to kind of overcome you know, that obstacle and then turn it into a career. That's, that's great. Well, that's Singers what too. We just uh, listened to Carly Simon's book and she started singing because of a stutter. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. 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 yeah that's, oh, that's, that's great. Have you ever, have you ever had to play a role where you had to stutter? I, I have. And, uh, Patrick Warburton has starred in a movie that he that he cast me in as 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 one of his sidekicks. Yeah, and I played a guy who had a terrible stutter, and it's such a movie. Albert War uh, Albert Patrick Warburton is so fantastic in this movie, and it, and it, and it never got released, right? Well, it's findable. You can find it. It didn't get a a, a theatrical release, but I'll you can find, find it. it. What's it called? It's called the Civilization of Maxwell Bright. The Civilization oh, of Maxwell Bright. I'll find he it. Plays Max yeah, find it. Well, he's such he's so talented himself. He's, uh, really he's a great actor. Well, so was that difficult playing that role where where you had to start? Did that cause you any issues? You know, going into that I, role. It uh, it brought that it uh, it brought back a flood of memories where I felt very vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, as a stutter, I felt very exposed, and uh, so as far as acting goes. It's probably the most personal acting I've ever done. Right. But uh, it did not ups upset me, but it did It did make me aware that, oh, yeah, that's a painful memory. I forgot. That's right. Yeah. That yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's uh, great that you were uh, to the point where you can say, okay, I can, I can open up a little bit and be a little vulnerable and, and do that. And I'm sure it's terrific. Yeah. I, I, I have to see that one. That will uh, be a lot of fun. Well, you know, the movie's great, you know, because of Patrick Warburton, but it is yeah. a great movie. And I do stutter a lot in this movie. <laughs> what uh, what was your first acting role? Uh, my first acting role was at at, uh, at four years old. I played a mute clown in a Christmas play. And uh, <laughs> the the only thing really memorable me me memorable about it is they... They moved the uh, the toy box that, that 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 we all jump into at the end of Act One. They moved that from downstage left to upstage <laughs> right, without rehearsal. So at the end of Act One, I forgot being four, and I run down to downstage left to run off the stage and follow <laughs> my face. Oh, no. And I got a black eye in my in my first production. 
Oh, it wasn't Babes in Toyland, was it? No, but it was close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, I haven't done any acting, but the only acting that I've done was in Babes in Toyland in fifth grade. I was the oh, second mate. I was the second mate. And the only reason I was the second mate was because the first mate didn't have many lines, but the second mate got to talk like a pirate. And at that uh, time, I could do a little of that. So that was, that was my, that was my, it did go anywhere. Nobody, I was not discovered. <laughs> so when did, did you start in um, television or did you go in movies? Were you in theater? I started, I started in the theater as an amateur. And my first yeah. job that I got paid for was on a soap opera. And uh, I was on the soap opera for, uh, for, for several months. And then they fired me. Because oh, no. I wrote my dialogue and I didn't appreciate that. They told me to stop it and I didn't. So they fired me. <laughs> and, uh, Bozos. <laughs> and I was 21 then. And then I got my, uh, my first movie and have uh, been lucky ever since. Yeah. And my first yeah. movie was King of the Jerseys. Yeah, I love that movie. I love that okay. movie. And that's, uh, that came out. Uh, yeah, I was a, a 70s uh, kid. So that was, yeah, I was going to say it was, I, I, you know, everything with me, I relate to when Star Wars came out. So Star Wars was 77. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was after that. So yeah, so 78. But that's, oh yeah, you were wonderful in that. Uh, really good. And I was thinking, I, I think I did see that the soap opera was Another World that you were in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember really those days. You know, the uh, days where every channel had a daytime soap. You know, yeah. that, uh, that was just because as a kid you hated it. You know, you don't watch any of that as a you wanted the oh. cartoons, but they were only on Saturday at that time. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah King of Gypsies was great, and the one um, that and I actually think I saw King of the Gypsies later. You know, probably after uh, cable TV came out and they started showing some of those. The one I, I first remember you in was uh, Star 80. Uh, uh, with, uh, it was Mariel Hemingway, I think, was the. Right. Yeah. That, that, that would have been 1983 ish. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I really uh, uh, remember seeing you. In, and that was a great movie. You were terrific in That's that one. That's a hard movie to watch, though. That's that a hard great. movie to watch. It, oh, it is. It is, especially. You know, it just, uh, it was a group of, uh, it, I remember that one because it was uh, uh, me and a group of buddies snuck downstairs to watch it on HBO. You know, so oh, we, wow. we, we were, you know, early teens and watched that. And it was a terrific movie, but it was a, a tough one to watch. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that, uh, and then of course, you know, the one that uh, all of us love was Best of the Best, you know, and you oh. did... Uh, 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 such a such a great job in that. And I wanted to ask you, you know, did did you um, study martial arts growing up? Uh, I was I was kind of half a martial arts anyway, but they made me look really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was a great all, cast. All those fight scenes are actually done like dances. We we all know where we're going to be, when we're going to be there. Really, they are, they're not improvisational. They are planned out to every every motion's planned out. Yeah, I always love that scene with the uh, I don't know the the full quote, but where you're you're trying to get back on the team, you know, you're this is all I know that 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 scene. 
Oh, with James Earl Jones when I when yeah. I when I come back after my son's been hurt. Yeah. Bye. I always love love that scene and and Chris Penn was in that movie. I he, I thought he did a really good job. Though. I know we miss Chris. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was he was very uh, very talented. And then of course you did the sequel, which was uh was was a lot of fun too. Did did they didn't approach you for a best of the best three? We'd have watched. They approached him. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He he kind of felt like um, the the series was sort of done for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, you done so, that. Yeah, kind of. But I don't yeah. know. Maybe now that it's that it's now well, be like it. It'd be just like uh, you know they're redoing the Rocky movies. Now you come back and now you're the trainer. You're the coach. Yeah, we we call Philip Reed. Yeah, we should get <laughs> <a> ready. <laughs> well, get ready because once this airs, the phone's going to be ringing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can make well, that happen. We got that. You could be yeah. in the James Earl Jones role. It'd be perfect. Yeah, it would. Okay, good idea. That's my next call. (laughs) Yeah, get on that. (laughs) Let's make that happen. (laughs) So, so Eric, you're. um, We talked a little off off camera. Um, You're working with just our our just the 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 best uh, one of the best friends we have, Jennifer Nash. You know, is is doing an audio drama called The Last Saturday Night that we're lucky enough to to help produce. And, and you're a part of that. And, and I just wonder if you could talk a minute about, you know, what attracted you to the, the script and, and the role that you're going to play in it. Well, let me, let me, let me let somebody who's, 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 uh, who's a better at the verbality than I am talk about this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Liza, let's do it. Well, Linnell approached us and introduced us to Jennifer and you. Um, And first of all, if Jennifer Nash wants to do something with you, you do it. (laughs) She's just just a winner all the way. I mean, there's just the the sensitivity, the artistry, the intelligence, the whole vibe of her. It's just, it's kind of like old school Hollywood meets the future. And she's, she's she's really amazing. I mean, she should be president, you know? <laughs> hey, I agree. I agree. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's part of the reason. And then um, the material, she she said to Eric, um, you can choose which role you want to do. So we ended up choosing both roles. And, yes. um, yeah, and and then there it was just, it was like working with a real director that, that you, know, you guys were talking about, Star 80. That was working with a real director, too. Right. Nowadays... You kind of wonder sometimes why they even have a director because don't let the director direct. Yeah, everything's about her and make the schedule, and everything's done by committee. And this was just a beautifully rich experience, and the characters were so alive, um, which is understandable when you know Jennifer. So there was just and not to mention it was easy. We did it from home. Yeah, you know right. you can't you beat that. Oh, you, can't beat those gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> so that was amazing, awesome, and it was just—it was the the hardest thing about it. Was the wonderful microphone that they dropped off at our house, which was scared us a little bit because it was high tech. Yeah, and we were like, oh my god, do we have to have like three <laughs> millennials over to teach us 
do this, but we figured out hope. I mean, let her ask her. The recording work. I hope so. <laughs> oh, it did. It did. The uh, let it me did. tell you, I, I, the only recording that hasn't worked was mine. That's the only one. What? <laughs> but you're a professional recorder. I know. I know. So so I have I've got just a small little role because one of the one of the stories is is based on uh, my day jobs in a in a hospital and it's oh. a story that I told Jennifer and she she put it in. So uh, she asked you, well, can you play yourself? And I was like, well, it, that's probably all I could play, but I'll give it a give it a shot. <laughs> well, what she didn't tell me was the role of the older gentleman that's in the scene with me was she cast Ed Asner as, as the older gentleman. Well, that's a little bit of pressure, you know, <laughs> for a non-actor. So we recorded with, with Ed and it's a scene where I have to get emotional and he was, and I was really worried about it. And, but he was so good that it, I actually got emotional. It was, he was so believable that it, it made me kind of emotional. So we got this, I, I won't say great. He was great. Mine was passable, but it, we got this recording. And then she calls and, and says, oh, there's a, there's a problem with, with Ed's recording. And I was like, oh, oh. oh, no. And she's like, well, it's not Ed. That part of it was fine. It was, it was yours. So something oh. with the mic we were using made some sound. So I have to do my part over. And I'm really oh. nervous about it because now I'm going to be doing it without Ed who's the whole reason right. that i was pretty good so i told her i was like i don't know here okay so. I, I have a suggestion okay, okay. i'm all ears first of all was it that was it that microphone the digital microphone that she did she give you that no you but that's what i'm using the for the next one that's what i'm going to use we we used one of ours which so was here's, a here's the suggestion when i worked on um a streetcar named desire oh, the one yeah. that was done for television with ann yeah. margaret and yes randy Okay, so Anne Margaret had a, a, an incredible, they added some material, material from Tennessee yeah. Williams, hadn't been original, but they were permitted to use it. And it was a very emotional scene in the, uh, in a carriage going over cobblestones. Yeah. And the sound didn't work because of the sound of the cobblestones. It was extremely emotional. So Anne Margaret had to go into a studio, uh, an ADR studio, post-production audio only, actor to play off of and try to recreate this emotion and like you she was sleepless nights she was very worried to not capture the magic and everything so what they did was they did they played just for rehearsal they played the audio even though it was crummy audio it was you could hear it enough of the yeah. other actor to get her into the framework and then the person who That's read with idea. her gave it as much as they possibly could. And actually her work was even better in that I controlled love that environment. Idea. Yeah. So, you That's know, you get to do as many things as you want. First of all, maybe they can play Ed's side for you and you play off of that. Yeah. And Jennifer can record, you can record yourself. What do you think about that? I love that idea. I, I think that's absolutely what we'll do. And remember, it's how it sounds. You don't have to really be there. You just sound like you are. That's right. <laughs> I don't agree with that, but Eric wants to say that. <laughs> that, have, that, that. That takes a lot of pressure off of you if you think yeah. that. Way. It is good. I've got such a, a, such a respect for, for what what you do uh, acting-wise because 
it's it's difficult. No, it's very, very hard. I mean, I'm playing myself in a role that basically, you know, I wrote or I told Jennifer the, you know, and she, she put the dialogue to it, but it's just me. And it was really just so difficult. I, I'm so uh, uh, just uh, impressed with, with how difficult a, a job. And you say it's the best job in the world. I have no doubt, but it's not an easy job. No, it's not. And, uh, and, uh, and the better an actor is, the easier it will look. So as yeah. you watch an actor, it looks really easy because yeah. they're in control. But you give somebody who's not, who's not comfortable, it does not look so easy. Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly, uh, exactly right. Um, and I love that you, uh, Eliza, that you mentioned how good a director Jennifer is because she's directing basically remotely. Um, but she's she's really good. She's really good. She's she's just the best. We've uh, we've been lucky enough. Her uh, her son is has come to uh, to stay with us for a few weeks, and that's that's just oh, been great. yeah. And you can tell it, it that he's her son because uh, he's just a, a great kid. So that's that's been a lot of fun. Jennifer, I just I'll tell you a real quick story about Jennifer. She she was our very first guest on a on the podcast. So we had we had this uh entertainment website and facebook presence and and it grown a little bit of an audience and and my son decided he wanted to start a podcast and we really didn't know how to do that but we decided okay we'll try that and around <laughs> that time i saw that jennifer was was doing some writing it was um and she was looking for ways to promote what she was writing and i was just a huge fan of hers you know i, I loved her on uh, star trek and and just uh, full house and, and all the stuff. I was a big fan. So I sent her a note on Facebook and I said, Hey, we've got this website that we could, we could help you promote that. If, if you want us to, I said, you know, we'd be happy to do it. Well, she called, she picked up the phone and called, which just floored me. I was like, I, yeah, I was expecting no response. She called and we talked for about an hour and I told her, you know, we're trying to start this podcast. And she said she, at that time she was in Pittsburgh and she said, well, I'll just, I'll drive down and do the podcast. So it was a three hour drive and she didn't know us. She'd never met us. She said, I'll drive down, do the podcast and cook you guys dinner. What a sweetie pie. In the world. Wow. And, and so she did. And that was, and, and she was wonderful and the food was wonderful. Funniest part of that story is I called my wife. I called her and I said, uh, Jennifer Nash is, is coming over tonight to, um, to cook us dinner. And she was like, who in the world? <laughs> I'm bringing this, uh, you know, this actress home. She's going to cook us dinner, and, and so. But you know, we've just been just been really close uh, since then. That's, that's real, just type that's of person. Real. Did she show up like with a bag of groceries and stuff? She did. She came, <laughs> and it wasn't just a. I mean, it was a. It was a meal. You know, it was a. a yeah. It was a seafood oh, type of. Cool thing. Yeah, it's so dish. yeah, it was just amazing, and just couldn't have been. Uh, Nice. I, I love this story. Yeah, well, I, I can't imagine have, anybody doing that. Film film buffs have to stick together. That's they right. really do. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, she always has said, you know, the re we kind of stayed close and, and you know, she doesn't really need uh my help, but you know, the one thing that I have is this brain full of just useless knowledge and trivia based around mm -hmm. TV and movies. So that's that's what I can offer her. She throws something out there, and I'll be like, 
that's this is who was in it or well you know somebody's uh, already done right. that idea so yeah so that's that's my that's contribution cool. <laughs> wow did your son inherit any of that you know he he's he doesn't have that but he is he is such a talented writer um i have i have no doubt he's in film school at the moment and i have no doubt um he's he's going to do well because he just he writes every day and his problem is he he jumps from project to project but i you know i'm i'm biased being a dad but he's just he's so talented and and i keep telling him one of these days you're going to finish one of those and it's going to be great so I, yeah he's 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 got I, I don't know where he got that talent it didn't come from me it must come from his mother so he but he's uh yeah he's he's terrific <laughs> I was going to ask you, Eric, I was going to ask you, because you, you come from such a, a talented family, and I know your daughter is very talented, and, you know, where, you know what, did your, what did your parents do, you know, because they, they obviously had some type of creative, uh, you know, genes that they were passing on to, you know, what, what were they uh, involved in? They ran a young people's acting school called the Actors and the Writers Workshop from 1962 to 1972 and that's that's all my growing up and yeah uh, and, and uh we 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 were sponsored by the martin luther king foundation and we had a show mobile and we toured the underprivileged areas all week all around atlanta and then on the weekends we would have theater in the park it was actually structured the same way joe papp's theater was in new york that's what we caught yeah. in atlanta yeah I, that's i i knew it had to be something where you were around uh, some of that growing up because it just yeah that's uh, I, was doing, I was doing six to ten plays every year of my life from the time I was, I was i was i was four or five years old on wow. up until i was up until i left home yeah yeah that's amazing so my son said to make sure that i mentioned his favorite role that you were in was you played the uh, dark danny in Danny Phantom. He said, oh, right. <laughs> I was like, well, that's one I wouldn't have come up with. So that's pretty good. <laughs> Me either. Good for him. Well, he knew that one. He knew the, that you played uh, Mongol in uh, uh, Justice League. You know, that for him, that's what he was growing up with was the, right. the cartoon stuff. So he, he knew you uh, uh, from that. And then, of course, you know, once I was like, "Well, no, this is this is him. This is this is who's behind the voice." He's like, "Oh, okay, I've seen, I've seen him and some stuff." So yeah, I thought he said, "Make sure you mention that." <laughs> well, tell him thank you. I will. I will. And of course, you know, I we have a um, uh, uh, some we we do a uh, manly movie night. You know, so we it's just when, whenever whenever the girls are out of town or out of the house, we, we, the boys get together and we watch, you know, what we call it a manly movie. So one of them that, you know, we showed them best of the best. That was one, but the, the last one we watched before all this pandemic and stuff hit was uh, expendables. So we got to, uh, yeah. And they love that. Nature of the beast. You, you got to get nature of the beast. You guys all love that. All all right. Nature of yeah. the beast. It, it's a, it's a good man night movie yeah 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 absolutely yeah i'll put that on the list because we're now that i mean we're still we're still being careful but we're at least allowed to be in proximity to each other again right we'll, uh, right. we'll do that you know we've uh 
uh, we'll have a great time with that. that nature of the beast i'll remember oh. that one well everybody has their kind of pod of people who are careful so it's expanded a little past just the person you're quarantining with right, right? So yes a little bit of family and friends and i i think that's okay if we do it right that's right you just have to be careful you know we've uh you know we're lucky enough in in this area we've got uh you know, the four kids, we've got three grandkids, uh, my parents, they're all right here. So we've got that little circle we've tried to stay in touch right. with, although, you know, we, there's not a lot of hugging going on, but we're at least able to. No, exactly. You have grandkids? You I've personally? Got three. What? I've got three. Yeah. And, and they're, so the, it all happened within a year. You know, I've got uh, uh, my oldest uh has got uh, a little girl that's uh 10 months and then uh my wife's uh youngest has got the oldest grandkid he's uh 15 months and then uh my wife's daughter has got a uh six months so we've got 15 10 and six months i thought you were like 38 somewhere between 30 oh bless your heart <laughs> yeah i mean See? and that was that was an old guess Oh, see yeah. now, I'm now I'm taking that that clip right there of you saying that. That's all I'm showing from this. That's it. <laughs> well, we 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 have a 19 month old granddaughter named Georgia. Yeah. Oh, we have a, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, they're the yeah. best. Grandkids are yeah. the best. You can you can spoil them and send them home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ruin it for the parents. That's that right. sounds really cute, though. You're, you're, a, you got babies. That's really cute. Yeah, Probably. and I've had the best time. I've just had the best time uh, with them. But they, you know, we went a couple months where we weren't able to see them, other than maybe I through know. a door. No, we know. So we know. hard. Yeah. So hard. Us yeah. two. My granddaughter lives across the street. Yeah. Oh. And the girls were, and they, they didn't let us see them, see her, and they were right, but. Um, but God, that's hard because you got to figure every day of their life is a milestone. I mean, you're yes. really missing stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. The, uh, our, our granddaughter still has a little bit of trouble with new people because all she knew yeah. for several months was her parents. Totally. And that's, uh, listen, let your kid, your kids know that's very normal. A lot of the kids, because they had play dates and no other people, that stranger anxiety is coming at different stages and it's it's kind of sticking it's lasting a little yeah. longer because they're just not used to the whole acclimation just think about it before covid kids would go to the supermarket they go to the gas station they're seeing people all the time right so it's a very bizarre different, it's a very confining it's like growing up in jail, basically yeah it's, it's really, really really it's really strange yeah. and it, they were already you know, that, that generation is already kind of isolated anyway because oh, of the technology. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. I worry about them. It's not like when we were growing up and, you know, your parents kicked you out of the house in the morning and, you know, let you back yeah. in for dinner, you know. <laughs> Dirty. Dirty, yeah. <laughs> oh, the good old days. <laughs> I know. No. Uh, well, Elijah, that's what you there's yeah, yeah. all those commercials on for about social anxiety. Yeah. You know, when they say, yeah. "Do you suffer from social anxiety?" It's like, who doesn't? <laughs> Everybody does now. That's right. That's part right, of the reason ahead, I, I loved uh, I loved the last Saturday night because it it gets into some of that the difficulties that we've had yeah. 
and just the strangeness of the situation. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think people will really enjoy it. It's 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 been a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, Eliza, I was going to ask you: Do you ever do you get back in front of the camera at all anymore? Oh yeah, she does all, all the time. time. And yeah. now, for some reason, I think probably the actresses who can afford to still turn things down and wait, you know, wait out the virus. Right. They must be saying, "Oh, I'm working all the time now." All of a sudden, all kinds of roles. So yeah, um, it's been fun. Yeah, I, I I've never stopped. That's oh, my first you're a, see, you're in uh, right. So you guys are a good match then. That's you're just oh, yeah. you're you're taking all the roles out there, all of them. That, no, I think that's great. Yeah, that's 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 such a blessing, um, you know, to to do something you love and and just to, uh, you know, I, I especially love that that you do such a wide range of genres. You know, you're not you don't just do one thing. You know, you, you do them all. I, I just think that's you have to be really talented to do that. That's really wait till you see Nature of the Beast. It's a good one. I'm excited about that. That's that's going to because we're looking for stuff to watch right now. Yeah, we are too. She did yeah. it too. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, that was my next question. If you guys have acted together, so yeah, uh, many, many, many. In fact, yeah. it's almost uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. did you did you meet that way? Did you meet through acting? Actually, no. We met on an airplane, and we're both reading scripts. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, and and we and we closed the scripts at the same time, so we kind of had to talk. And, yeah. and she and we talked about writers and who wrote what. Jess, who my favorite screenwriter was. I said, one guy, David Rayfield, he wrote all the Streisand, all the Redford hits, blah, 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 you know, the way yeah. we were, blah, blah. She goes, oh, I know. He's my father. And I no. Said, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Who knew? Well, what was that like growing up around that? Because, yeah, he, oh, wow, that's so talented. Those, those are some of the best movies. Yeah, yeah, Three Days of the Condor, he wrote. Love um, Three Days of the Condor. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, amazing it movie. You know, it, it's, it, it was all I knew. So um, it just seemed like regular parents, only with weird jobs. That <laughs> one thing was, there was a lot of anxiety because they always thought they were never going to work again. You know, it's just part right. and parcel of being in a show business. I was always begging them to quit and become teachers. And they just give me a funny look like, you know, no kid, ain't gonna happen, you don't get it. Um, but I was like, oh, you know, our teacher's leaving. Maybe you could get a job at the school. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, other than that, um, but it was great. When I came to appreciate it, my mom and my stepdad wrote sitcoms. And so hearing them go around in the with the voices of, of Don Adams for Get Smart and, and oh, stuff. That was Ben Dyke, yeah, yeah, Smart, all in the family. That was fun. Yeah. Oh that my was, goodness. That was, what a that was what funny. legacy. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. So, so those those sitcoms when uh, this will this will date me a little bit, but when cable TV first came out and it was basically just TBS and uh, Chicago. They showed all of those sitcoms. That's what they were showing in reruns just, you know, all the time. So I grew up, you know, with all the, the uh, 60s and 70s sitcoms cause, and, and uh, shows like Get Smart. That, that was just playing all the time. So, I, yeah, I, I love those. Yeah, they're, they're really amazing. I mean, when you really look at it and Bewitched and everything, when you look at it now, you realize it was, 
it may have seemed like fluff at the time, but it actually was not. And if you knew the writers, which of course I did, because that was our, you know, our world. Yes. Um, these are brilliant, brilliant people. Well, Ed Asner and my mom are really, were really, really close. Best friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and I cast Ed in a short film that we just finished just before COVID. And um, we've known each other forever. I mean, we know each other really yeah. well. Um, but, you know, that whole world, those, all those people that, I mean, Ed is irascible and, and, and pretty impossible to, you can't control him, right? Right. But <laughs> that whole, that whole uh, group of actors and writers, just, they're brilliant. I yeah. Mean, you know, and we're smart. losing them and we're losing them. I know we are. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, that's, 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 that's such a good point. See, I, I pride myself on on the research I do for these interviews, and I had no idea. I had no idea you had that oh. connection. That's uh, so I. Uh, well, that's yeah. fun. Well, it's fun to tell you then. But yeah, no, that's 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 like I'm like a you know I'm a fan first. So that's that's so exciting. That's uh, yeah, that's that's uh, incredible. And Eric, you made a really really good point about those actors and, and that we're losing them. One of the things that that I'm hopeful that we get. You know, one one of the positive things that I hope we get out of this whole crisis and and pandemic is that that we get a, away from you know the the huge you know blockbuster movies that are centered around special effects and we get back to to some of the the writing and the acting that that I grew up on because I I've I've always thought that it's it was just better at that time. And maybe that's just a bias, but that's always what I've been. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Well, it's both. It's yeah. a fact and it's a bias. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I, I talked to, I love taking my, my father is, uh, is, is 80 and we love going to the movies together. And, and it's always the, you know, the, the, the older generation of actors that we enjoy going to because they can, they can really act, you know, it's, yeah. It's it's uh and, and Ed Asner's one of those, you know. We used to, to love going to see James Garner, Clint Eastwood's really good actor, you know, just stuff that yeah. you can go and, and just really enjoy the performance. And I, yeah. I, I hope we get back to that. Yeah, I think we will. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I do too. Fingers Two crossed. movies for you. Two movies for you. Okay. Love is a gun. Love is a gun. And love is a gun. Nature of the beast. They're very all right, I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, because I'm such a big fan. I, I'm excited, excited to see those. Is there so? Is there a role you you've both done so much? But is there a role out there or someone you would like to work with or a, a genre that maybe you'd like to do? Is there some, Is there anything left that you haven't done? <laughs> there is for me. I want to play a real dichotomy. I want to play. It's just an example, not this specifically, but this kind of. I want to play like a hard-nosed cop who has yeah. to go undercover as a drag queen. Something <laughs> very opposite of the same character. Something that's a real dichotomy. Yeah, that's oh, what I want to do. I, I'm, I'm behind that. If you need an investor, I'm behind that. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm <laughs> See, now, it, now, me, I think you need to do more Westerns. I, I love you in the the westerns i i really enjoyed you in uh purgatory which i think is kind of underrated but I, I just i think you fit right you you look you you look like you could be a cowboy thank you brother <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, 
That's a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's meant as a compliment. I, you know, I, uh, Westerns is something that I grew up on and, and always enjoyed. Me and, to you, pal. Yeah, yeah. and and we get so we luckily we've had some good ones over over the last ten or twenty years, but not enough. We need more of those. Not enough. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, uh, how about, let me ask you this, Eric. Uh, you know who who did you grow up? idolizing or you know what actors do you enjoy watching now uh it would have probably been as a boy it would have been steve mcqueen because oh, my McQueen. first heroic movie that i saw in an age i was seven eight or nine yeah but it was it was sand pebbles and yeah. i just fell in love with steve mcqueen and that was my hero for the next 10 years because of sand pebbles and uh, he movie. was so he was so cool, and he was so normal, and he was so <laughs> quietly heroic. That's yeah. what I wanted to be. Yeah. yeah, one of our manly movie nights was uh, Bullet. I made sure we uh, oh, yeah. we watched that one. So that's kind of the manly movie nights. Yeah, that's well, that's yeah, that's a great one. Steve McQueen is. Uh, yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. No, they don't. Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Anybody now that you that you haven't worked with that you uh, would like to work with? Uh, yeah, there's many of them. Who who do I name them? Well, you I, well, I mean, there really are a lot. Like he loves John Cusack. Oh, he loves and his Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack, I would die to work with. Are you kidding? Yeah, what she's so act. talented. Oh my, yeah, and she's one of my heroes. Yeah, she's something. He is too. I mean, he's. He's 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 up there with the oh my gods, you know. He's yeah, he's something. Yeah, talk about a talented family. That's a, that's a really yeah, good that's a good one. <laughs> uh, my son Keaton Keaton Simons, he's a recording artist, and oh, he yeah. um his movie is about to come out. It's called Love Weddings and Other Disasters. Love Weddings and Other yeah. Disasters. It's not exactly a manly movie night movie, but it's still it's good. Right. And he got to work with um a romantic movie. Yeah, he got to work with Jeremy Irons and Diane Keaton. Wow! In that movie, and also Maggie Grace and and Diego Bogata, I think it is. It's I like Maggie Grace. Yeah, incredible cast. That's a great cast. When's that one yeah. coming out? Dennis Dugan directed it. It's coming out really soon. You know, now with movies coming out, you don't really know what that means. Are they going to be yeah, right. streaming? Right. Yeah, yeah so, it's different. Uh, yeah. yeah and so it, we'll. We'll see yeah, what that and means. I, yeah, I hope that comes out soon. Yeah, I'm actually a big fan of your uh, your sons. He's uh, really oh, talented. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Thank you. We love yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, yes. I, I didn't know that one, but um, I think Jennifer <laughs> told me that, oh, that's that's her son. I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a I'm big uh, fan. Cool. Yeah, he's, he's really yeah. talented. Hopefully Jennifer can use some of the music in, in Saturday night. Cause, oh, um, I hope so. Yeah, I think it, some of that can be a great fit. Yeah, 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 his his uh, style I think would be uh, really good, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know Very she's cool. uh, um, trying to figure some of that out, but I I would expect it. Yeah, I, I think that'll probably happen. I'm excited. Yeah, about that it. would be great. That would be <laughs> really interesting because a lot of the people who we work with, especially in television, um, were have been wondering how to address the pandemic, like yeah. whether to whether to include in their content whether to pretend it's not happening um right. having about that that's that was part of the delay for some of the series coming back on the air 
Um, yes. It wasn't just not knowing how to work with COVID. It was also wondering how to include it. You know that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we had that talk before every scene pretty much that we shoot. Yeah, I think nobody knew how long it was going to be here. And no matter what you do, it's already old news because the, right. the, the, all the information changes every day. So you can't suddenly be doing an episode of The Resident, let's say, and have it be like, what? Like it's a period piece. Well, nobody's also realizing that it may be around for a year or two. It's, That's right. It's going. Yeah. So what Jennifer did was smart. You know, I think just to deal with it is a good idea. Yeah. yeah. You know? I'm curious what, what we're going to see in the next year, especially, because you so, can't really have you can't really have the romantic scenes you know you can't have uh people in close uh, proximity you can't do uh club scenes you know where you have a group of people together it's gonna be really interesting it all looks dark if you yeah. see a movie that's not even very old it just like let's say it was released last january or this january this past january it looks weird because you're like oh my god people are in the restaurant <laughs> where's their mask masks. <laughs> 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 it's, it's totally. You know what they're doing on daytime TV for the love scenes? No, you know what are this? they? Uh -uh. They have to bring in their better halves for the for the kissing. They're actual partners. Yeah, and oh, they just the way they shoot it. Yeah, they just the way they shoot it. They just obscure who the person is, and the actual um, you know boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, and wives are coming in to do those scenes. But after you're over the absurdity of it, isn't that smart? It's amazing. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, that's really smart. You know, we had um, Eric Braden uh -huh. uh, from Young and the Restless. Oh, we know. Okay, he's a good we, friend. We know him Yeah, well. yeah, and, and he was saying they were, at that time, they were still trying to figure it out how they were going. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, they're doing uh, on, on Y&R. That's what they're doing. They wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so strange. That's so, so strange. strange. <laughs> well, some of the people, their partners are not actors, and so they're, <laughs> they're going with them to set... And then some of them, they are actors and maybe they're in, on a different soap or a different yes. show or they're a different level. They're either a little bit behind or a little bit ahead, but they're right. they're doing it. Yeah. Isn't hey. that amazing? Yeah, strange times, but that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad they figured out a, a I worker. I, I wonder if they'll do that in some of the movies yeah. and TV shows that come out. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I bet they will. Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah, smart. That's... Well, nowadays they have in see coaches anyway for for love scenes um yeah. and so that kind of solves that problem yeah <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah that's true have, right? <laughs> the coach gets in there and suddenly changes your relationship oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to be bringing that home with you <laughs> no really funny A new kind of oh. therapy <laughs> Yeah, maybe it would help some people. It might help. Right. Have a little have coaching to. that could help them. <laughs> Not everybody's I, I as as you do. The first person who brought up that idea has got to have felt it got to have seemed like a joke at first. Yeah, well, it's a joke at first, right? Well, yeah, you know, for sure. Oh, these shows need love scenes. You can't just ha not have them. That's well, no, the that's right. Yeah, and imagine somebody being like, "Well, I know. Why don't we just bring in our own boyfriends and girls?" Somebody had to be like, you're kidding. 
right? Yeah. But can you imagine you have like a 5 a.m. call and your spouse, your your partner is used to sleeping in and you're like, get up. We gotta go to work. Yeah, we gotta go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so does that, that doesn't count, right? Like if you're doing, I'm I'm learning this stuff. So if you're doing those type of roles, you're not technically, you can't apply to to be a, a SAG actor unless you have lines. Well, your your background, but if you interact with the principal, you're, it's called special business, and then yeah. you get they have to pay them. They can't not pay them. Anybody yeah. on camera, they have to pay them. Yeah. So if they don't have yeah. lines, but they're interacting, they have specific direction, and they interact with the principal, they get a good bump. They get some yeah. money. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, L- Linnell has been trying to educate me on some of. Uh, that yeah, I didn't even yeah, know what the side was. You know, I've learned what sides are, you know, that uh, right, right. Oh, that's so, cute. Yeah. I know. So. I don't know where we ever got that word. Why, why are they called sides? I have no idea. Yeah, that's that's wow. strange. So, yeah, so I, I I don't want to keep you guys for, for too long, but but Eric, I got one more for you because I just sure. thought this was interesting. You were in a movie, it's been years ago, um, but it was around the bird flu. I, th- I think it was called pandemic, if I remember right. Pandemic. But I just, I, have you thought about that at all? Just the strangeness that you well, did every that? day because <laughs> it talked about COVID, basically. Yeah, right. Every day. In fact, in fact, you know, when 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 we got our 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 lockdown, that's all she talked. God, your movie, Eric, pandemic with you and Faye Dunaway, blah, blah, blah. She talked about it for days. Well, that's what I was so, thinking, because it was like, oh, my gosh. You're looking back at it I now. Parallel, parallel. I yeah. Know. Yeah, really. Uh, it's one. I wonder. I'm not sure what platform is. I'm sure somebody has that, but I wonder. I, I bet you that one is. Uh, they've had an uptick in viewings since this yeah. came out. They have actually, because the way that, that I had never really necessarily seen it all the way through. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and, then, <Come> on. <laughs> and then I stumbled on it because it was showing like crazy. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, and I, first I thought it was a new movie because I forgot that was the title. And then I realized, and then I watched and I was like, oh my God, did they make that this week? I mean, it's Whoa. unbelievable because all this terminology, social distancing, yeah, all these things we've never heard of before. Um, you know, shelter and play, whatever. There's a bunch of different stuff, yeah. and yeah, there has been an up. We we actually checked, and yeah, people are watching it. Listen, we heard, and this is true, that there was a leader of one of the countries that saw some clips from the movie, thought there were actual clips, news clips of an uprise wow. in the in virus in a certain country and put those forward asking for funding for whatever really? and then somebody was like that's not the news that was a movie yeah true story <laughs> true story <laughs> i don't know how you set up but look it up and do the whole story you gotta, i guess crazy. you gotta have a sense of humor with this stuff but it's a crazy time <laughs> but yeah i was just thinking that i was like i'm pretty sure that uh that eric was in that you were um you're like the mayor or something in that movie. Yeah, it's exactly mayor, right. Governor or something like that. I think yeah. I think I was a senator, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So I, that was, uh, yeah. I just thought that from what I remembered, because I remember seeing it, but it's probably you know it's been years. Uh, you have to watch it again. Watch yeah, it now. I think I'm gonna have to because yeah, it's 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 very eerie. Verbatim, it's like it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's so weird. That's so weird. I, I'm curious to see. 
a few years from now when all this kind of we get it under control finally and stuff you know what are the what are the pandemic movies that are going to be coming out, you know, about this time? That's, that's, I know. that's going to be interesting too. I know. We I'm are sure there'll be a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thank you both. This is, this has been the best time. Your pleasure. Such a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're horrible. You oh, really thank are. you. Thank you so much. I, uh, uh, I'm going to live on, on you saying I was 38. For a long okay. Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I actually, I'll tell you one, one more. It's real quick. I'm not supposed to be telling you stories, but I'm going to tell you one. Um, All right. I went, like I went, yeah. So I went to the gym. This has just been a week or two ago. I'm getting ready to uh, to turn 51 this Saturday. I'll turn 51. Um, Happy so went, birthday! Thank you, thank you. I went, I wasn't fishing, but I was a little. Uh, so I went to the gym and the guy behind the desk says, Oh, you're, you're 50. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, you look younger than I am. I'm 38. So I go, I go into the gym and I'm like, Oh yeah, I was all pumped up. You know, I was thinking I'm feeling good. So I'm, I'm doing, doing my squats and I get a tap on my shoulder and I turn around to this little old man and he says, guys, our age, we shouldn't be lifting. We shouldn't be lifting that weight by ourselves. And I said, well, oh sir, how, how, I said, how old are you? And he says, 90. <sighs> I was like, literally oh two gosh. minutes. It was like two minutes after I was feeling good. I was like, well, <laughs> it was the light. It was bad light. That is so funny. Oh my God. I, I just gave up. I just gave, I just went home. <laughs> Maybe you That's a good story, now. dude. That's a good <laughs> one. Don't go to the gym anymore. Yeah, see, I know. I was like, but to see now, though, I've got two, two 38s and one 90. Yeah. So my average is coming down. There you go. There you go. Guys are eight. That's really funny. <laughs> Tell him like, how old oh. you were. No, he never asked. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> he knew how old you were in his mind. <laughs> In his mind, I was close to 90, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well, thank you both. This is this has been so terrific. Um, yeah, this, yeah. you know, uh, uh, I put up, you know, I always put up ahead of time who, who's coming on the show. And I, I put you uh, put you up that you were coming on and it, we have got the best responses. I, I mean, you've uh, such a following. It's, uh, I love it's, hearing that. Thank yeah, it's just just uh, been great, and and Liza, so such a pleasure to have you on. I I, I just uh, uh, learning about uh, your family has just been amazing. That's uh, that made my day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, real quick, um, is is there anything that either of you have upcoming? I know it's a difficult time. There's not a ton coming out, but anything you have coming out that we can kind of keep an eye out for. Well, Stalked by My Doctor, Part 5 on Lifetime, is going to be out next. Yeah. Oh, all right, great. We, yeah, also, we did a movie together called Andronicus. It's a short film. Okay. That's going to be intense. I think everybody should see that, too. Andronicus. I love the name. Yeah. But you, you need to be a grown-up to watch that one. Okay. All right. Not for the grandbabies. Yeah. <laughs> no, not 
Is there um, is there anywhere social media wise that uh, you know people want to oh, find yeah. out more about what you're doing? You know, where can they go? Well, we both have Twitter and uh, Instagram. There are a few fake ones, but they're real most of yeah. them. So it's it's at Eric Roberts or at Eric Roberts actor, and of course that's Eric C. And mine yes. mine is Mom Eliza Roberts. Oh, I love that. And then <laughs> and then also he has two Facebook pages. Um, okay. One is personal, but you can't be friends anymore because it got filled up. Yeah. And the other one is a fan page, but we actually run the fan page, so it, it's real. Oh, that's great. So that's great. Do yeah. you answer uh, reply? You know, whatever messages we, or anything that's sent to you. Try sometimes yeah. it's a lot. Um, yeah. Because, like for instance, one that filled up is five thousand fill it up, and it filled up fast, so it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but we really do try. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I think that's uh, commendable, you know, because that, that takes a lot of time. I, one more before you go. I, I just thought of it. Do you do the, um, I know you're not doing it now because there isn't any, but do you do the uh, convention circuits? Do you guys go around and, and travel okay. to some oh, of the yeah. shows? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Just not just now, not now. And who knows? They're doing some virtual ones. They're simplifying them because we tried yeah. to do a virtual one that was really hard. It was too many. It was too electronic, you know. Yeah. But we're gonna do those when they get a little easier. But yeah, we miss those. We yeah, miss yeah. Those we, I, I brought that up because uh, Brett and I—that's part of what we do—is we travel and do those as press, and then we'll put those, you know, clips and stuff on our on our right. shows. So we'll have well, to keep an eye out. Maybe we can come meet you in person. That'd be great. For sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Once once we're back to doing it, yeah. definitely you'll find yeah. us. We do a that lot would, for Doctor uh, Who. And we do general ones. We do a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even ask you about Doctor Who. Oh my gosh, my uh, my stepson absolutely loves you as the master. That's uh, I should have. I, I, well, at least I got it in. I got it in because yeah. yeah, you got it. In. He has to be very smart because Doctor Who is very complex. It really is. Yeah, yeah it's you know uh, uh, when I was growing up, it was the uh, the fourth Doctor. You know, back right. in the seventies, he had the you know the uh, right. scarf or whatever with right. that but right. you know my uh, uh the kids it's always it's been more from uh from the 90s on so yeah they but yeah he knew he knew exactly who you because he's got the books you know with all the the trivia yeah. and stuff in there he knew he knew and i think it's funny how each of them related to what you've done you know we've all yeah. got different different points that uh, uh that uh, roles that you've played that were like that's how i know it so that was, uh, I'm glad I got that one in before we left. Good. <laughs> well, thank you both and uh, stay safe. And, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to listening to the end result of the last Saturday night. That's uh, who knows, maybe one day we'll all be able to get together and celebrate as a, as a group. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> With over 400 celebrity interviews, and tons of pop culture nerdiness, Too Opinionated is a safe haven for your inner geek. Find us at MeisterCon.com or on YouTube under MeisterCon Pod. And please subscribe. It would really help us out. Thanks, everybody. I'm looking like this because, oh, my gosh. Eliza Roberts, Eric Roberts. I mean, just, wow. Probably one of my favorite interviews Ever. Definitely a bucket list. I, I've wanted to meet uh, 
Eric my entire life. That's definitely been one of those bucket list actors that uh, that I, I was just so uh, excited to meet. And just, you know, shame on me for not knowing uh, uh, more uh, about Eliza's background, because that's that's amazing. I will definitely be reading up uh, on that. So I got a little bit of an education on this one. What, uh, that's OK. I, I love it. I love it. That's uh, they were they were so nice. And, you know, Eliza has been handling the uh, scheduling uh, for this interview and the work uh, that, that Eric's done on last Saturday night. And she has just been amazing to, uh, to work with. So, so just love it. Please, 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 please. Um, once, uh, once you're uh, done watching this interview, check out the last Saturday night. We're so proud of it. It's uh, got just an absolutely amazing, uh, just an amazing cast. You know, it's written by Jennifer Nash, um, Ed Asner, Eric Roberts, uh, Sherilyn Finn, Allison Dunbar, Vincent Ward, uh, Jennifer Elise Cox, uh, just, I, I could go on, you know, Bell Adams. It's, it's just an amazing, amazing cast. So please check that out. We're so uh, proud of it. And of course, you'll have to sit through, you know, my uh, brief appearance, but uh, hopefully uh, that doesn't uh, scare you off from the rest of it. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's going to be great. So well written, so well acted. Uh, so enjoy that. Please check us out um, on our website, MeisterCon.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook under MeisterCon. You know, we are very aware that you've got plenty of options of what to watch and to listen to. So we're so grateful that you uh, choose to spend a little bit of time with us each week. So thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we are in the process of building our podcast studio. You know, we have bought the building. We are just fixing up the uh, the inside, and we'll get uh, get to move in. If you would like to contribute or to help us with that, you can go to Patreon.com/MeisterCon. You can get some bonus content, some early access uh, for your trouble. Um, thank you again, and we'll talk to everyone real soon. Bye, everybody. Eric Roberts. <laughs> wow. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Electric acid.